welcome back to another guava juice podcast i promise we'll have some music going on soon but in the meantime enjoy that um so today's episode we're going to talk about ideas okay specifically youtube ideas how to come up with a couple um the templates to creating the idea the process to building it and the end goal which is to execute the idea and put it into a video what is the process of it what do i do and maybe it'll help you come up with ideas as well i mean it doesn't have to be for youtube for example maybe that idea will come to like your projects your arts or your music um anything so i'll do my best to help you out i'm here with leonardo he will be today's moderator He's going to ask me some burning questions. Frequently asked questions that I, I always get. And you're going to be that frequently asked question person. Yes, because I ask a lot of questions. Okay, first question. Yes. Speaking of ideas, uh, do you believe you should write all your ideas down? Or what's your process on that? I believe if you have something that sparks in your mind, write it down. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It can be like even one word, like blue. I don't know why, but like if you put something down, you're going to remember it later on because at least for my case, I have a very, very short term memory. Like I have an idea and then it'll just dis disappear in like 10 minutes. So it's always nice to write all your ideas down, no matter how simple or how little or how big they are. I mean, everyone has a phone. Just grab your phone, go to your notes, write it down. You want to see all my ideas? Huh? So here, for example, <laughs> I'll just show you like if you grab my notes, it just goes on and on and on with ideas uh i'm gonna scroll really fast because uh, uh okay that's good <laughs> so just write as much as you can all right because little did you know it maybe when you return to reading that idea in the future maybe it, it'll evolve to a an even stronger idea mm -hmm. think about that so no idea is a bad idea even the bad ideas they can evolve to a great idea um, you just got to write it, let it sit. Nice. Yeah. I remember uh, you actually recommended a book that's about ideas to some degree. Do you remember what it was? A book about ideas. Uh, oh, Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. That was a uh, one of the first books that inspired me and uh, my idea, the way, the way I developed my ideas. Because the book is really about taking what's already there and remixing it into your own version of it and then just giving credit to where it's due. So that's the whole process of it because if you think about it, every single thing in this world stems from a previous idea, a previous form like Tesla, Tesla cars, for example. I don't know where he got the from. Elon Musk <laughs> is crazy. That's not a good example, but I'm talking about like ideas like, like movies. I don't have a good example right now. You know, even Tesla, right? Yeah, where did he come from? So, out? you know, maybe he had a fascination with transportation and cars, mm -hmm. but then there's other solar panel electricity-driven products. Yeah. And then he just basically got the idea of, um, the, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, 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 the, <laughs> the you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah. So all ideas <laughs> stem from other ideas. I mean... It's it's kind of crazy to say nothing's original anymore. They are just remixes of what was. Uh-huh. I mean, for me, as long as you give credit where credit's due, then that's really the where it means due diligence. Like it's like, come on. Like you got to give credit to what inspired, you know?
So speaking of uh, ideas and being inspired by other people, um, what's your process for researching and learning from other YouTubers and other channels out yeah, there? Yeah, for sure. The trending page helps a lot, even though I'm not a huge fan of it. Because whenever I get on the trending page, people don't understand it. So I try to ban myself from it mm -hmm. somehow. But I, I watch a lot of YouTube, watch whatever is trending. Um, <clears throat> a good a good way to do that is to, yeah, first see what's on the trending page. And then number two, see what's on your recommended, like on the side because that is what YouTube favors for you, not only for you, but probably for like millions of other people. And kind of just see what sparks your interest. Like for example, if you see a video of someone filling their swimming pool with Orbeez, for example, like does that spark an interest? Do you want to recreate that and make it your own? If it's a yes and a yes, then yeah, do it. I mean, I think first and foremost, if you're not having fun with the uh, the right the whole writing process for example if you don't have fun with that then there's no way you're gonna have fun when you execute it mm. so the main foundation to everything is as long as you're really really excited about this whole process from beginning to end your audience will appreciate that because even if you don't enjoy it your audience know you better than you sometimes. They they know your micro expressions. They know when you're not enjoying things. So might as well enjoy things from the beginning. Mm. And for life too, it doesn't have to be for ideas. Like if you, if you enjoy a specific workout plan, okay? Even though it sucks, do you enjoy it? If you don't, stop, okay? Then it's not worth it. Like, I mean, there are cases where you can give it a little tries. Like, okay, if it doesn't work now, maybe I'll give it a week, see if I like it. But even then, like, if you don't like it a week later, then just stop. But if you like it from the very beginning, then that's probably where you should focus all your uh, energy on because that is the beginning. <laughs> and if it it's initially exciting, then it'll be initially amazing. Exciting, amazing. Yeah. So uh, you spoke about some filters when you have these ideas since yeah. we're focused on ideas in this episode. Um, you talked about excitement and then having fun in the writing process. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to that? That's mainly the big two, excitement, if it's fun. Um, there are other things like, is it fulfilling? Like, will this idea spark a message or inspire people? Um, like, uh, what's the video we did? Like, we planted trees uh, for the Mr. Beast and Mark Rover's Team Trees idea. Like it felt satisfying and it was fun to do and it was fulfilling because it, it spread a message that the in, the environment is sacred and we got to take care of the environment. So as long as you have that, I feel like it's good. <laughs> okay. So from that point that you have those factors, yeah. Uh, what other factors do you look at? Do you look at analytics? How do you, if you're a channel and your purpose is to build it, yep. um, what's your mindset on that first and foremost if you start a new channel it's going to be tough and tricky because the algorithm kind of just favors who's already in the platform so it won't really look into the new accounts until you have kind of just formulated and made yourself known that you will be constantly uploading on that platform and uh, I, that's just my thought on it but analytics wise yes you should look at titles you should look at keywords that's a huge factor 
Um, when you think of ideas, uh, for example, let's take the let's take the example I did earlier with swimming pools and Arby's. So you look at that video. For me, my question is: Does it have keywords? Swimming pool. Yeah, that's a good one, especially for the summer. Uh, Orbeez. Orbeez is very popular. Then yeah, sure. Um, just like little things like that, um, I kind of take into factor with making these ideas. You need to look at the metadata. That's a lot of. Um, that's a huge part that a lot of people kind of like overlook. Um, metadata meaning descriptions, thumbnails, titles. Um, I just learned recently that tags do not matter. So if you put tags in your video, um, I guess it doesn't really matter because uh, YouTube doesn't really look into that too much. Uh, YouTube really prefers um, pushing your videos to the recommended or suggested videos rather than using tags like simple tags because I feel like tags are just more for like search feature and I don't know how many how many people use the search feature to be honest and uh, yeah metadata is important make sure you look into that I believe when you were saying tags aren't aren't as important yeah um, can we clarify for those watching what do you feel like are the top three metrics that people should focus on as far as like you're talking about internally or visually like what they see both let's do both okay so yeah. Um, title, thumbnail, description. Those are in ranking the order of what you should do. Is your title appealing? Does it have specific keywords that'll attract the audience? Does your title tell a story that the audience knows what to expect? So you really gotta think about how to hook the audience and how to execute it and how you will let the audience know what to expect in the video. Once you have a good title, then think about the thumbnail. This is You should do this before even filming the whole entire video. Think about your thumbnail. What's the thumbnail gonna be like? Is it gonna be mostly your face? Is it gonna be uh, whatever you're doing? Does it tell a story? Um, those are the top three things I look at and make sure I have. Um, and then description. You know, I don't really focus too much on description. Sometimes I just do hashtag pineapple, just, you know, just to troll, but it works. I mean, it really does work. <laughs> but uh, honestly, um, description, I don't know if they work or not. Um, some people do description cramming, meaning they just put a whole bunch of keywords on the description. Like, uh, for example, Colin Keys does it a lot. If you look at his description, it's like, hi, I'm Colin's Key. I'm doing a video with my brother, not twin brother, but this challenge is 24 hours doing the gummy bears. And also, so it's like, I don't know if that, that works, but it's, it's worth a try, um, especially if you're a new channel, just trying to figure things out. Cram your description. I mean, like, what, what's there to lose? Like, if anything, you'll gain a lot more than you'll lose. So you do that. And as far as internally, what you really want to look at if you're doing a YouTube video is average view duration and click-through rate, okay? Average view duration, YouTube favors videos where people watch a specific video for an extended amount of time, okay? So the longer the people view your videos, then the better it's gonna go on people's suggested page, people's recommended page. And then as far as click-through rate, if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically the number of times people click your video when they are given your video on the suggested page. So it's, let's say you're on YouTube and you see, you watch a video and then you see a whole bunch of videos on the side. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's really the, the statistic of you clicking it or not clicking it. And if that is really high, 
then YouTube will push your video. And if your average view duration and click-through rate is really high, then YouTube will really, really push your video. So that's why thumbnails are very important. Because if you look on YouTube, the first thing you see on a video is a thumbnail. If that thumbnail is not great, then people will just pass it. So that's why you really, really, really got to focus on your thumbnails, whether that that means spending more time on it. Like, let's say you film a, a video, it takes like an hour. Spend another hour in the thumbnail, figure it out. Like uh, a, good, a good tip and trick is, um, I edit all my thumbnails on Photoshop. So what I usually do is take a screenshot of YouTube's YouTube's page, like we have a video player and then we have all the suggested videos. What I like doing is taking my thumbnails, minimizing it to the size of those suggested video thumbnails and seeing if it's clickable. Cause, cause you think of a thumbnail, you see the whole picture, like what is it like 1280 by 720 pixels. But on YouTube, it's very, it's very tiny. So you really gotta appeal to that tiny size if your eyeball appeals to that tiny thumbnail, then you're on the right track. It's a lot of trial and error. Like I don't even know the answer to it. You just gotta keep trying and see what works. And if it works, keep doing it. So like right now, for example, uh, I've been doing a lot of one chip challenges and people really like that thumbnail. So I'm gonna keep milking it until people don't like it. Then maybe I'll switch it up. So do what works, you know, don't change up what's already working. Just keep, keep milking it. You brought up descriptions and av AVD, um, average view duration. What do you think of this theory? Mm. Like the better the description is, does that does it count when someone's reading the description? Does that increase the the view duration? That's part of them watching the video still when they're reading it. Like let's say you clicked on a video oh. and you're reading the description. Yeah. And, and let's say like Collins Keys, right? There, it's like five paragraphs long or whatever. Yeah. While you're reading that, that counts. Does that count for the AVD? I mean, it depends. Like, if they didn't pause the video, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's some... So you're saying just write an essay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it makes it makes sense. It does make sense. Like if um, for Instagram, there's there's long captions. Yeah. And I heard they they uh, they 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 calculate like how long they're wa they're looking at the picture because of your caption. Mm. So that's why people some people have long captions. Oh. On Instagram. Uh, yeah. I never thought about that. What do you think? Do you read the description? Uh, for who? For for a video. <laughs> Let's say if you watch 10 videos, how often do you read the description on all 10? Um, I don't read the descriptions that much unless I'm purposely trying to see how they monetize their channel. That's the only oh, okay. that's all, but my but that's just because of my yeah, yeah, yeah. my purpose. That makes I sense. Them. I mean, honestly, I don't think a lot of people read descriptions. They kind of just like overlook it. They would rather focus on the content itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, descriptions kind of help too, like in certain cases, like if you're collaborating with someone and they want to know more information about that person or you're showcasing like a product or a tech product gadget or, you know, like your computer setup or your, your, your filming setup, people would utilize the description a lot more. But in most cases, I feel like no one really cares <laughs> about description. That's why I put it third on the list, um, title, thumbnail, and then way down is the description. So really just focus on your thumbnail and your title. And then focus, once you got that, focus on your retention rate. How do you grasp the audience's attention, okay? Um, Mr. Beast does it really well. I don't know what he does, okay? Jimmy, if you're watching this, please share some tips. 
Plus, maybe his personality is great too. And then I don't know if you watch his videos, it's just like he he has like certain techniques that make your retention just grasp into the video and making you watch the whole thing. Like, is he gonna win that ten thousand um, dollars? I don't know. Just really, just film. Okay, I think the that's the main thing. Like, just do it. Like, you you can have all this knowledge and all this information. But if you don't execute it, you will never know. And the, the thing is, like, a lot of people are perfectionists. I've, I've, I've stumbled across a lot of people who are perfectionists, and they don't want to post until their thing's perfect. The thing is, like, how do you know what perfection is? Unless like, you get feedback. Yeah, unless you get feedback. Yeah. But even then, I feel like nothing is, is perfect. You just got to post, you know? Mm. Like, you can only get so good. Nothing's going to be perfect. And you just got to post. I don't know why. Like, you just <laughs> got to post. Like, thinking about perfectionists, it's hard. Like, it is hard. I'm just rambling. Perfectionists, stressful. But this is an important topic because yeah. that's what stops a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 It is frustrating because, <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, I just came across a lot of people like, I don't want to post anymore. It's not perfect. I'm like, so you're just never going to post at all? Like, yeah. I'm like, don't, that's not a good mindset, man. Just how are you going to learn? You're going to mm. be stagnant. You're going to be like at your plateau for the rest of your life. You think like that, just really just post. And the perfection is just, well, perfection is, probably will never come, but just be happy you're imperfect. And that is perfection to me, you know? One more time. That was, yeah. I think just, that was deep. just be happy <laughs> you're imperfect. And that is perfection. Okay. Satisfied with your imperfect, um, imperfectness. It's like acceptance. Accepting, yeah. Just yeah. accept like how broken you are sometimes. That's fine. The thing about brokenness, it can be fixed. How? I don't know. Figure it out. Super glue yourself. There's uh, <laughs> people forge stuff with metal. I don't know, but you'll figure it out. You you'll find your literal super glue. So, elaborating, going back to ideas and everything. What? What separates uh, you from, I, I feel like a lot of YouTubers that I've become friends with is you actually have like a schedule of you're, you're working these hours. Yeah. So, so you want to share your process of like um, scheduling and yeah, that's, making time? Yeah, that's a really important thing because um, ever since I started the channel, um, I've always thought ahead, like what videos to film, what specific date. Like when I started the channel, I had this like, calendar in, in my room and I would just write my schedule like I would film three videos this day edit at this hour film more videos so it's, it's just like a good visual guideline for you to follow um, and like I said in the beginning like you need to take notes and part of note taking is scheduling like if you have it visually there you're more inclined to do it um, I mean of course like your schedule like time-wise it won't happen at that specific hour that specific minute but hey as long as it's there you're more than likely to you know execute that and um i guess people want to know scheduling like current my current scheduling so i have a team um in-house it's uh six of us every single monday we take that whole entire day to brainstorm meaning we just spitball ideas um, and then maybe it'll become a video idea, maybe not. I mean, the, the thing is, like, as long as we spitball, um, 
maybe a specific word will come across and they're like, oh, wait, what'd you say? Yeah, dope, dope. Um, it's really nice to do with other people too because if you do it yourself, um, you have you don't have people to like say if it's a good idea or not. Um, of course, you, you can judge your own ideas, but it's nice to have like an external like factor just like, hey, that's that's all right. Or like, hey, that's great, but hey, let me add something on top of that. So it's always nice to work with other people on the whole process of brainstorming. Like if you think about like, like like Disney, like people have like writers of like a hundred, which really helps because like I said, they just stack on top of each other. So when you do brainstorm ideas, don't do it by yourself. I did it, but then I learned that if you do it with other people, it just, you know, <laughs> it just makes it a lot better. So Monday we do that um, basically the whole entire day. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's when we kind of just execute like filming, like the whole Monday. It's not only like brainstorming, but it's like writing, um, writing uh, the video ideas and writing how we're going to film the video ideas, what the title is, like I said earlier, how we're going to grab the audience attention. Should I eat this spicy chip at this specific minute or should I wait one other minute to eat it and grab your dad nah, nah, stuff like that, you know? Um, yeah. And then we film Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, Fridays for me is it's more catch up day. Um, if I have to do meetings on Friday, then I'll do meetings. Um, a lot of, uh, video reviews happen on Friday. A lot of thumbnail making comes on Friday. Um, I do research on Friday. So it's nice to like just take a day and just like go somewhere like a coffee shop helps. Um, a coffee shop shop has that environment where everybody is there, but everyone's doing their own thing and makes you want to do your own thing too. go to a library, go to a coffee shop, go somewhere that inspires you. I don't know. Maybe it can be under the water. Do some work under the water. Whatever under the water. Yeah. You ever done that? <laughs> you ever get like a scuba gear and then you bring your laptop and then go in the ocean and scuba I dive. Got, I don't got the budget for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It helps. You should try it. Hey, if you want uh, great ideas, just brainstorm <laughs> underwater, bring your laptop. Nice. And then buy a new one because it's broken. <laughs> what other um, final notes would you like to share about ideas? I feel like you you went pretty deep into it. Yeah, final notes. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't even have it mastered. But like I said, like no one has it perfect. I mean, the only way to get through it is just keep trying and execution. I think execution, we should talk about execution because um, execution is probably the hardest thing. Um, not really the hardest thing, but it's like, it's sometimes it's tricky because when you're in front of the camera, it's hard to think about like how everything will go. Cause you have, you have an idea of how it'll go in your head, but sometimes it just goes different. Like, it's like, Oh, it's, for example, let's take the spicy chip. Like, okay, maybe I can't think properly cause it's too spicy. And what do I do? What I do? So a lot of what I do is improv, um, but as long as you execute it, you just really got to execute your ideas. A lot of people have ideas that they don't do because they're scared or they don't, they're not confident in it. But, you know, the, the thing is, like, if if you execute that idea, you'll know, like, you'll know if you're, you'll be confident with it in the future. You'll know if you should try it again in the future. You'll know whether you want to improve it in the future. So. So it's all about execution. Like the reason why I started the channel is because I had it in my head. Like, man, I want to 
kind of do my own thing like from wasabi productions like i i kind of want to you know just go solo and just start a gaming channel like this guava juice believe it or not this channel was a gaming channel now it's just like a crazy i don't know i don't know how to like uh, <laughs> you said it earlier today crazy like crazy nickelodeon <laughs> vibes um yeah um but i, I executed i executed and it was great. I learned a lot. I learned that I gotta keep changing and adjusting, and yeah, yeah. You'll you'll only learn if you execute. You'll only learn if you execute. That was actually really profound, though. Oh, thanks, man. It's very simplified. Yeah, it's hard to simplify like uh, philosophies and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. What, was there any ideas that you like procrastinated on, or like you hesitated, but then after you executed, you learned something? Yeah, um, the one trip challenges. I kind of. <laughs> Really, I procrastinate a lot because it's painful, man. Yeah, all these painful challenges. I always try to like you know push it as far away as possible. But you know, you gotta endure the pain in order to know if you want to do it again. Unfortunately, people love it, and I have to enjoy the pain multiple times, <laughs> even more in the future. We're filming like a lot of like spicy stuff tomorrow, so outside of like painful things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was there yeah, an yeah. idea where like uh, you j you were just scared to release it? Um, no, no, you could just no. If anything, there was ideas on the block, but it didn't pass the uh, the title mm -hmm. like filter. I guess we can call it like, will it be a good title? No. Okay, maybe we should just you know keep it on the backlog and hopefully it'll come in the future. So the things with your ideas, write down all your ideas, even though if they don't go through, like maybe it'll not sound good at the time but maybe two years later a year later it'll sound amazing and maybe something will come up in your life where you just keep adding into that idea and it becomes something amazing um i think that's what happened to uh when we did dora the explorer mm. it was like in the back of my mind I was like hey we should do a parody to dora the explorer nah it's not a keyword and then a year later, Dora the movie is coming. <laughs> I was like, oh, we should yeah. definitely do Dora and explore. So like stuff like that happens and it's great. It's, it's amazing. And um, you just really got to take everything and just put it somewhere. I mean, don't never put anything in the trash or ideas wise. Don't leave anything in the trash. Just keep it somewhere. And then maybe when you can't think of any ideas, just go back to your old ideas and see if any of those ideas work. So you could say execute on the ideas that you feel like are really good and it's like the right timing mm -hmm. and that you really believe in. So mm -hmm. the only ideas that you don't push through are the ones that don't hit those factors. Yeah, yeah. Think of it like a really good brewed coffee. There's certain filters, um, I, at least in my case, that ideas have to go through. You'll pour the coffee bean, okay, pour some water. The first filter is title thumbnail. And then, is it fun? Will you enjoy this? And then it'll come to like, all right, well, will the audience like this? What can we do to grasp the retention of the audience? And then like in the final filter is like in the bottom of the, the coffee filter. All right, well, let's do this. And then, boop, you got some good coffee. So I was thinking about some of the filters. Sorry, there's a dog right here. <laughs> um, so some of the filters that you go through, uh, what, what's your thoughts on like COPA and like using that as a filter now? Oh yeah, is it COPA friendly? Does is it, it appeal to kids? Uh, well, obviously, uh, 
we want to stay away from any cop laws. So we try to appeal to like not only kids, but everybody. It's like, it's hard because like COPPA, it's like, does it appeal to kids? It does, but it also appeals to teens and like adults. So what is that gray line? So it's like a weird mix, but you know, I mean, in this case, you kind of just want to follow their laws. Um, just respect it because, you know, that's this is how the landscape is now. But then at the same time, don't let that affect your content. So for ideas that you feel like are gray areas for COPA, do you just just scratch that those ideas? Yeah, or? let's put it aside. I mean, obviously, like ideas like surprising uh, fifth grade class. <laughs> I mean, it's like, unfortunately, that's fun to do, but. It kind of just kind of hinders and like limits what we do, but you know, just keep that in the backlog for now. Uh, maybe the policies will change. Figure out your theme for your channel. Um, don't think about the views for now. Um, I think the most important part is formulating who you are as a creator and what you want to talk about and what you want to, you know, send your message to your audience. Think about your personality. What personality do you want to be? Um, and then once you figure that out, as far as videos, what topics will get you the most views? I mean, it's hard to say because like the, the landscape is changing every single day. Um, but for me, as long as you're, it's silly, but it's like, as long as you're, you enjoy it, you're not only there for the views, but you actually enjoy, uh, making the content, whether, um, you just like the process of it or you like the process of making people laugh um, or making their people, make, making people's days, making them happy. So a lot of my case is like, all right, as long as you're smiling, I will suffer this. <laughs> like, no, like suffer the one chip challenge. <laughs> I've been, we've been filming a lot. So that's been on my mind a lot, but you know, as long as it's entertaining, that's in my case, it's, it's nice. So don't f for views, but if you want to think about like, I guess views, just do what I do, just research, see what's on the suggested tab, see what's on the trending page, see what's on your recommended. If you like it, figure out how to remix it in your own style. If you're an ASMR channel, well, do it in ASMR version. Um, if you're a real estate channel, well, do it in a real estate version, whatever that is, like find your voice. I feel like that's the number one thing you have to do before uh, focusing on what will give you the most views because if you're relatable um, your personality is you know people like your personality I feel like that's what matters in the long run yeah what do you mean by voice for those who need clarification it's like you that. know when you speak your diaphragm <laughs> <laughs> you know, your voice like you know what <laughs> you I don't know like I, I guess personality like you want to be like hey guys welcome to my channel or do you want to be like hey guys this is me or you want to be like, yo, what's good? I don't know. Mm. It's like that voice, you know? If someone was uh, having trouble figuring out what their voice is, yeah. what would your advice be? Try out every single voice. <laughs> <laughs> every video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, when I started like uh, Wasabi, um, my voice was very just like, you know, just stagnant. Like, hey, guys, welcome. Welcome back. Hey. Nah, nah. Kind of like how I'm talking in this podcast. Mm. Hey, guys, welcome. Welcome back. So I don't know. It's a lot of trial and error. Execution. I think that's important. Just don't don't even think about it too much. If it feels right, it feels right, you know. And you'll see it. Your audience will see it.
So you could say when you execute, you just look at the feedback and then you yep. build off of that. Oh yeah, read your comments, especially if you're starting. Um, people who watch, you won't get as many comments as you are with like someone with like, I guess in my case, 14 million. I get a lot. So when you start, the people who comment are there. You have 14 million subscribers? I do. <laughs> no, I feel though, like if you, you're, you're new, you're a new creator, just read your comments. There's not going to be that many, but those comments probably are truthful and you should listen to it because if you appeal to those comments, they'll stick around for longer and longer and then maybe new people will come. Maybe people will leave. Just listen to you people. You know what I was thinking about since yeah. we were focused on ideas? Um, and comments, right? Yeah. Y you get ideas from the comments sometimes, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Like people will just be like, do this, do that, do that, do this, uh, do this, except do it like this. So, yeah, just read your comments. I mean, sometimes your audience have the best ideas. You just got to listen. What's one of the ideas from your audience that you've executed on recently? Uh, 10 things not to do in a school gym. Mm. Mm -hmm. How'd that one go? It was great. You should watch it. You should watch the video. <laughs> 10 things not to do in school gym. It wasn't a trending page for a bit. People don't get it. But then they're just, you know, they're just people. There's good comments. There, there are too. good comments. That's what matters. Read the positive ones. Because yeah. the negative ones will hurt you <laughs> and discourage you. And they don't really know. But listen to the criticism, though, to some of them. Sometimes they're right. And you got to listen to the, mm. the criticism. How can you tell between someone who's just a negative Nancy versus someone who's actually? You'll see. Thriving? I mean, it's like a comment like, "You, you, you're so ugly, <laughs> die, like this is cancer, like all oh, that hate." Rather than like, "Hey man, um, rather than doing this, um, I feel like it'll be a lot better if you, you know, tone down a bit and you know, just focus more on what you're doing than you know, screaming mm. like that." That's like that's really good criticism rather than like hatred. It's like constructive. Yeah. Like something you could tangibly fix. Oh, yeah. Listen gotcha. to that. Like rather than people like <laughs> bringing you down, like that's not going to do anything. Have you seen comments that do both where it's like constructive but just wrapped around No, hate? no. <laughs> like you son of a. But by, by the way, by the way, uh, you should edit this differently. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's usually no, one or the it's other. It's only one or the other. I mean, that, that would throw me off if I read something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Any other things they could think about with ideas? Uh, ideas, execute it. No one's perfect. Imperfection is the only perfection. But hey, uh, follow me on Twitter at Guava Juice. Um, I want to answer some of y'all's questions. Uh, it'll be probably helpful. So follow me at Guava Juice. I'll post uh, when we're doing another podcast on Twitter and I'll answer some of your questions and uh, hopefully they will become answered. All right. And you're actually going to shout them out when you... Yes, I will shout questions. you out. I'll, uh, dude, I'll help you out. I'll help your channel. I, I'm, I'm just here to help other people, other creators, I mean, other individuals. I'm just here to help. Nice. Any closing remarks? All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, we got to make music. So here we go. Make a, give me a beat. Ah. Execute your ideas. It'll be really cool. It'll be really great. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not perfect. I'm just all right. Oh, don't think like that. You are imperfect. That's all right. Perfection. Acapella. Oh.